Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth, and my producer, Taylor. Okay, one of these times we have to use one of the outtakes just to add quite funny outtakes because I think we always <laughs> talk about it. But, and they're not they're really good outtakes because you, you you sound like you're so convinced and then you're like wait a second that's not even it it's because i'll do my youtube intro instead of my podcast intro that's what it is but i don't even think i have a youtube i think it's just so second nature for me i don't think anything about it but guys i am officially a texan again i've always been a texan that's just that's just how life is you know but i am back in texas as you guys are hearing this recording um normally we record the intros kind of real time but i'm recording this a week in advance before i leave for texas Texas because this week I am moving. Actually, as you guys, let me think about this. I have to check. Okay, so today, as this podcast is being uploaded, it is Thursday, February 6th, which means my house has now been fully painted. The cabinets have been painted. The new backsplash is there, and I'm moving in. So I'm very excited. I have already ordered a lot of furniture. Being an adult is actually so expensive. Oh my gosh, especially because in this house, I'm starting completely fresh and like I haven't had to do that in like four and a half years. So here we are, but I'm so excited for the move Um, and everything. Again, I will be vlogging the entire thing. If you guys didn't know, I also have a YouTube channel. That's actually kind of where I started. So I will have moving vlogs. Um, It'll be all over my Instagram. I already have some moving vlogs as we're taught as I'm recording now. They're going to be very fun to watch. So all of that will be down below in the show notes. But today's episode is very exciting. We have one of my OG YouTube friends, Brooke Michio, one of my best friends. We have known each other since we were like 15, 16 years old. Um, we're OG friends. If you guys actually want to watch this entire um, podcast episode on video, I actually just posted one and you guys loved it on my YouTube channel of me and Brooke. I will have it up. It's coming up today. So I think you guys will really like it. But Brooke is literally the funniest person ever. She also has a podcast with one of our other best friends, Danielle. They have the Gals in the Go podcast. So many of you guys love that. They're literally the best people ever. Um, the podcast is going to be amazing. I don't want to talk for too long. So I hope you guys enjoy. I will have all of Brooke's stuff in the show notes down below. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoy and let's get started. Hey, Brooke. Hi. Oh my gosh. I am so unbelievably excited for this podcast episode. I texted her yesterday. I'm so excited. And she was like, (laughs) I'm scared (laughs) because we didn't really talk about like the specifics of what we're talking about. So Uh, yeah, but I think Brooke, I've said this every everywhere that I think Brooke is genuinely the funniest person to walk this earth. There's no one funnier than you. You don't understand. I almost feel bad for you because like you don't get the experience of being around you because you just are you. You know what I mean? Well, thank you for the (laughs) Kind words, thank you. But then I feel like if you overhype it, then everyone's gonna be like, "This girl's so." You know what I mean? You gotta like serve it like medium. Be like, she's funny, not like she's the funniest person because then it's okay. In like a social setting, I'll start with the like, okay, yeah, she's kind of funny. But like here, okay, 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 fair. I'll I'll accept it. I know you mean as a compliment, but you know when you overhype something so much, (laughs) like it's gonna be the best ever, and it's like so average. (laughs) Yeah, so average. Are we gonna be at Coachella for your birthday this year? No, that'll be. (sighs) Yeah, I know. We'll. What are the dates? Are we? When are we at Coachella? The weekend before, I think it's the like ninth. Oh, dang it! I think we go back. It's really cute. You guys can't see this unless you're watching the YouTube video recording, which there is one. Link in the show notes. Hey. It's really hard being on almost like every single platform at this point and saying <laughs> like, that. What description, I'm like, what is that? I don't know. Yeah. Bio, whatever. Um, because I'm currently wearing a don't text hoodie. So an icon. An icon. <laughs> and we're wearing our matching friendship bracelets, panda camera, um, <laughs> that we got last month in New York for 
our friendship. It was like for Christmas, kind of. Yeah. Friendship mostly. It was <laughs> friendship mostly. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm really excited to have you on. I decided that I would like to intro you oh my. as the Brooke that I knew at 15. <gasps> Brooke oh, X Beauty. Tragic. <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> oh, God. We okay, have okay, actually okay. known each other. I was 15. Were you like yeah, 16? So I yeah. was 16. Yes. Yeah. We're 22 now. Almost 23. You're almost 23. I know. That's a scary. I mean, it's I not really that scary. Like, I still feel like under 25. I'm like, yeah. wow, I'm so young in the scheme of life. But 22 is, so I would want, I want to be 22 forever. Yeah. That's a good age. It is a good age. Do you feel like, I remember being 15 and thinking 22 was so old. Yep. And mm-hmm. now I don't even think 30 is old. Yeah. It's kind of encouraging. Oh, every you know? year it gets a little bit higher and higher. Because yeah. you're, I, I feel like you look at people that are like graduating college or like that last year of college and you're like, wow, like big kids. And then now you're like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, I, I graduate this year, God willing. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm going to graduate. But I graduate <laughs> in, I'm not even this year, like in a few months. Yeah. And I've just feel like I've been in school for my entire life. So the fact that I'm actually going to be done and like, I'm actually going to have my bachelor's it hasn't really crossed my mind because I've just been in school for so long. Yeah. Like the fact, like getting it, I, you know what I mean? It, it doesn't cross it. Like, so I graduated this past May. Oh my gosh, almost a year ago now. Wow. <gasps> but it doesn't hit like, yeah, I feel that way too. That Because you just do school and from what? Preschool onward if you go to college. Yeah. So you don't really know any different. And then it's weird. You're like, wow, I don't have to like, report anywhere like yeah. hand in these things i don't have to write a paper meaningless blah, blah, blah. work yeah so yeah, yeah. awful discussion post i don't even i don't care about the exams i don't care about the discussion post nothing the only i'm most excited to be done wait did i say i don't care about the discussion post that's a lie the thing that i'm most excited to be done with would be the discussion post yeah i get that they're so awful okay <laughs> also wanted to give an honorary mention to adina your mother love her oh would God. love to have you both on the podcast one day oh, that'll, that'll be, be so that'll might be a goal of mine i had keaton okay. and her mother oh, on yes. as well that was a great episode love that yeah we love her so i have to get my mom to come to la we'll have to do that oh my gosh please Ugh. or i mean i'm sure i'll be in new york yeah probably before let's then. do that yeah okay cool okay just something else that i would like to say is that i would fully love to manage a comedy career (laughs) so if you ever come around it's on record guys in new york we're on our way to where were we going i think we were were going to dinner catch and i was like full blown brooke you have to be a stand-up comedian go on this tour not even i'm like you know a gals on the go tour makes complete sense the comedy thing but we've now come to the conclusion that she's gonna open for herself. I'm gonna open for the gals on the go tour, but just as a single comedy act. Danielle doesn't know this yet. If Danielle's listening, she's gonna be like, Brooke, what the? A single comedy act. Exactly. Okay. Hot seat. First question Favorite purchase you've made? I know this is a shocker. Oh. Under $100 in the past six months. Okay. I'm a big fan of the pod, so I actually did know that this was coming. Well, I feel like I have to talk about Amazon because I love Amazon. Okay. okay. I asked Brooke this before. Gigs up. Sometimes, oh <laughs> Sometimes I do have to ask people this question before okay, because okay. it stresses them out and they don't yeah. want to come back on the show. And I was going to make an Amazon edition to be more geared towards you because you're a big Amazon gal, as am I. But you're huge. You make videos. I need to do that as well. You should. But yeah, sorry. Okay, so Amazon edition. Amazon edition. I brought this with me to this trip to LA. I never thought that something this, (laughs) like this would be such a large piece of me. It is my iPhone tripod. Okay. Explain why, please. Yes. Okay, so I'm not like one of those people, like I'm not even like a huge like Instagram girl, but this thing has, it's changed my life. Like all of a sudden I take to selfies. To put it lightly. I've never, I've never done this before. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not the one to be like, oh, the lighting is good. Like selfie. Like I've literally never done this in my entire <laughs> life. Except, so basically it's a tripod that it folds up, per, I'm not going to say like per size, but to like a reasonably small size. And um, on the side is a little removable Bluetooth remote. Super easy to connect to your phone. So you could be taking pictures and like, so you clip in your phone. It's super, it fits any phone size. Clip in the phone, and then you could be taking pictures with this remote, basically in your hand that's not shown on camera. Oh my gosh, Brooke! This entire time, I've heard you talk about this so many times. Yeah, I thought you were doing it on self timer for some reason. No, the remote is what makes oh. it so special. Yeah. So it's oh good. It's great for like. Do you have it on you? Not right oh, now. Would have been great for Chacha Macha after this. Oh. Tragic, truly. It's well, okay. I think I think I'll see you again tomorrow, so maybe I'll bring it then. Oh yeah, please do. <laughs> we could take pictures. Please. Yeah, it's great yeah. for groups because you know, like you have a friend over, and it's like, oh, we could take pictures of each other. But then you look like 
do you have friends? Like, yeah. Yeah. Know? It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's only so many solo pictures you could post of yourself. Yeah. That's how I get to a point where I'm like, oh, my whole feed is just me. Like, yeah. And also, as opposed to, a normal person and by a normal person I mean someone who doesn't expose themselves to the internet for like a career they don't post a lot of photos of just themselves like but like it's a I'm not whatever I'm not gonna go into it but like yeah you kind of have to you know yeah it's fine it's fine okay number two what is your go-to drink at the bar oh my god oh my gosh (laughs) okay (laughs) she's blushing Um, yeah well mine is a dirty martini still and I'd get it with Tito's because they usually ask do you want it with gin or vodka and I say like vodka Tito's is fine that's like usually like the lowest level that they have mm-hmm. um, and I get it extra dirty because if you don't ask for it extra dirty I find that it's like really strong like almost unbearably strong taste and if they have it's like a if it's a nicer like restaurant or bar they'll have blue cheese stuffed olives so I get it with wow. blue cheese stuffed olives. that's great I don't know why you're laughing at yourself. I don't know because it's just like bougie that's like a bougie drink and then if oh. it's like a regular bar that's I, I don't really know what I'm getting I'll just get like a vodka soda lime Okay, so here's the thing. I got a martini like a month ago when I was in Texas. Yeah. Because here I'm like, okay, Tito's vodka, definitely of choice. My choice has been my choice forever, mostly because it's a Texas thing, but whatever. Anyways, I tried to get a dirty martini, but I didn't get an extra dirty. Oh, it was probably unbearable. Exactly. Of my two year, I would not say hiatus by any means, but less, definitely a lot less drinking. Yeah as compared to life before yes so i'm back in the swing of things kind of i can't even really like now alcohol just affects me so much in the sense of like my face blows up so it's really enough to just keep me away but anyways (laughs) i was at dinner with my dad and he gets those and i only got a dirty martini so maybe it's because i didn't get an extra dirty but i was like oh my gosh this is so bad and keep in mind like i that's not normally an issue for me yeah you definitely have to get an extra dirty i would say But I had a bad experience drinking those a few weekends ago. So now I'm like, even the sound of it, I'm like, you know, when you, yeah. I don't know if you've gotten that. Even if you no, get, drink not. soda or something, like you might get sick of it after and you're a like, while, like a favorite food or something. So I'm like, yeah, maybe I a feel like time off. I feel like martinis <laughs> are the black coffee of drinks, you know, <laughs> yeah, and I'm are. already a black coffee drinker. So I feel like the yeah. next step would be like, that's my like go to drink of choice. And I drink a drink when uh-huh. I drink. So I think I can do it. You know? Yeah, I think you can. I will report back. Okay. And I do. am fully inspired by you and Katie. I think I yeah. actually posted a photo of it and tagged you and Katie. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Last but not least, what is your favorite dating app? Oh my gosh, Kenzie. <laughs> <laughs> I only really use Hinge. I, okay, but why? I, I have never really okay. done the thing because I only apparently date my friends. So please explain. So, <laughs> so <laughs> it's so much easier just doing it that way though. That absolute yeah. effort. <laughs> I mean, it's it's worked out for me now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like, well, all these apps are starting to like get on this thing where they do more than just photos because I personally think that there's way more to someone than just swiping through and being like, this Couldn't person's agree hot. More. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's just not really my situation. And I, nor do I care to date someone that's like only going to date me because they found me attractive on an app. So Hinge has these prompts, which are more, they show your personality. So it will say something like, you know, where you can find me on Sundays, like laying in my bed watching Netflix or something mm-hmm. and you fill it, fill in the blank here. I know Bumble is getting on this too. And Tinder, I just don't, I don't even think I have it downloaded. So I primarily use Hinge. I went on Bumble the other day. I just wasn't impressed. So I'm not impressed. Hinge. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Just really for that reason alone, because I feel like they can be like pretty superficial dating apps. Yeah, I get, I get it. But it's, I mean, I've learned that personality really is where it's at. So wow. <laughs> oh, it's really where it's at. It's okay, really we'll circle back to this. I just want to say people are really invested in your dating life. I because know. Because that no, was the only, that was literally <laughs> like, it was that in like quitting a nine to five. <laughs> literally like that was pretty much it. But what I wanted to talk about with you, okay. quite a few things. Okay. Um, the first thing being self-doubt. Yeah. Okay, so I feel like you, even if you would say that you're not a bunch of things because I have found that Brooke I wish that Brooke could see herself from any of her friends because oh all gosh. of us are so obsessed Stop. with you we're all like behind your back we're like Brooke is my favorite person in the entire world you're literally the funniest person ever okay so Stop. also so oh thank you also I think as far as character progression of all of us or whatever like oh. you have only gone <laughs> up like not that you were ever bad but that's the point like you were always great and then it's just like really gone up and you know thank you you know what I'm saying growth per lots of personal growth lots of years. lots yeah. of personal growth for us all all of us okay but i wanted to talk about like moving forward past hate oh yeah. because you obviously had to make a tough decision to yeah, quit your nine to five I which did. i would 
also like to explain to people very a little backstory Mm -hmm. actually do you want to give a little backstory yourself and then i will say what i would like to add on okay yeah so i graduated from college in may of last year i just did a marketing degree went to the university of georgia very normal obviously everybody's doing the job hunt the like spring even fall of your senior year everyone's applying to jobs so i started doing it and i didn't really have a specific route i wanted to go and i was literally all over the place taking like calls with you know people from marketing departments people from sales departments like i didn't really know an offer kind of not landed in my lap by any means but it just kind of worked out and it seemed like the most promising thing on the table for me which was working for a large tech company doing sales and I was like, you know what? It's fine for now. I would never, even going into it, like it's sad to admit, but I was never like, this is going to be it for me. Like I'm I'm going to be there for the rest of my life. Like I never knew. I mean, I think though out of college, that's pretty typical. Oh, you totally. Know? Yeah. And honestly, I say it now, like it was totally a pride thing. Like not only for my parents, my family, because they could care less about like what I do, like that, you know, they're proud of me no matter what, but more for like friends and like what society says or even what people online say everyone's like you got this degree like now you have to go get a job so whatever did the right thing got the job moved to boston for it started working and i hate to even i i don't want to place the blame on the job at all but i think it was just doing everything it was really really hard on me i have a podcast too i have my youtube channel and i was passing up on like honestly monetarily i was passing up on opportunities that would have paid what a month of my job had paid and yeah. I mean when you just compare the numbers like face to face like that and what I had more enjoyment doing like yeah I had way more enjoyment making a video than making cold calls I mean let's say it as it is <laughs> let's like be honest yeah. here, guys. let's just be honest <laughs> you can't even compare it it's something that I've and that's another thing I've been working on YouTube since I was so young I never really thought that it would be something I could do full-time just because my channel never grew enough and honestly I just got to a point where like all of my platforms kind of got to a certain level where I was like wow I, I think I really could do this and I don't regret it so I love that you don't regret it. That's the decision. What was your question? No, it's not even a question. What I was going to add to this is that I think the side of what people maybe don't understand, there's two things. Mm -hmm. So people have a quote unquote side hustle. Yep. And typically the goal is to make that your main career. Yeah, totally. But for some reason, whenever someone does that, especially if it is social media, in the realm of social media people are very angry about it yep and the whole thing of like oh my gosh it's not going to be there forever it's like okay also i think people need to understand that people who do this i'm not going to speak for everyone but for at least all of my friends that i know who do this are like actually fully running a business and are completely capable of so many other things also i honestly think i mean it's going to be around longer than you think and then from what you're doing there you just branch out and do other things Mm -hmm. it's like that would be like talking i mean okay in the same kind of sense like an actor Mm -hmm. they act it's like okay where's your next show you know what i mean like you don't have that booked right then like it doesn't make sense second you kind of did touch on this but financially yep it just made a lot more sense like if you were making more money and passing up on more money than you're making Mm -hmm. doing something that you love why would you you know and i don't think it was like it's not you're right like it wasn't a dig towards your job it was just like a time thing you know yeah i mean my job definitely obviously if it was perfect i would have stuck it out and been like you know i have to make this work or whatever but i also didn't see the career progression there for me Mm -hmm. it was i wasn't even interested in the next role like i remember telling my parents even like two weeks in i was like i don't want this next job like yeah they were like oh well that's not good (laughs) because obviously you that's the whole point of working i feel like in corporate is that you see the goal and you're like yes like i can do it like i want to be that next level i want to be the boss or i want to be making commission i'm like i'm basically making commission myself right now though so it was very it was it was interesting yeah i'll say (laughs) brooke's quitting date just kept slowly but surely moving up a little bit and up and up and up yep if you would have asked me my ideal quitting date was my birthday so i would have still been working there (laughs) yeah we wouldn't be recording this podcast yeah no so you guys are all welcome for brooke's brave and heroic move okay but how did you end up like I can only imagine also especially knowing you because I you don't like dealing with this stuff like moving kind of moving past the hate and also like making the right decision for yourself Mm -hmm. and not caring what people had to say because this is like a life theme it's not just like in this specific setting you know definitely yeah I mean I always try to focus on the positive because for every we always say you know for every hundred nice comments there's going to be one mad one and for, for some reason, everybody does it. Everyone harps on the mean one. It could be the mean one that keeps you up all night and you could be like, oh my gosh, thinking about it and stuff like that. I just try, it's it's hard. I sit here and say like, I try not let it affect me and it does. I don't know how any human could see things about themselves online, especially sometimes they're shockingly accurate and you're like, <laughs> wow. Like they're <laughs> like 
low blows, but it's like, wow, this is true. But that's the cost of putting your life online, you know? And that's why every, I try to remind myself, I'm like, you are so privileged to have an audience that actually cares about you and knows these significant people in your life. I'll show you like one comment that someone gave me that I had to delete because it, it included such shockingly explicit details in my life that like <laughs> shockingly. Only, only my close, close friends would know though. Yeah. But then I try to look at it from the stance of like, wow, these people are so genuinely invested that Mm-hmm. They spend so much of their time. Like I try to channel that more into gratitude, which is incredibly difficult. And I'm really learning to focus on that. But I just feel like the people who are there for the my content for the right reasons will stick around. And like, of course, I've lost some, but I've also gained some. And I think then it's the balance. I tried to, you know, show a little more of like what my work is like now. It's not really working. People aren't really into it. So it's fine. We pivot the content another way. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's the cool thing about our job is that you can pivot in multiple different directions and like you know sometimes the audience stays sometimes they don't but yeah you figure it out <laughs> I think just in tr- like transitioning in mm-hmm. life especially career is so important I look at people the common denominator between everyone that I look up to career-wise and they all do such different things is the fact that they've been able to transition in so many different ways yeah. and that's the key because it's like yeah I'm not betting on Instagram to pay my bills for the rest of my totally. life but like there, I will just keep transitioning and keep transitioning and that's what's going to end up happening. Okay, there is also something that you... I listened to your podcast with Gretchen. Shout out Gretchen. Oh, yeah. Um, and you were Gretchen. both talking about the con- like the whole concept kind of of toning yourself down, which Lauren and I actually talked about on yeah. Mood last week too. Mm-hmm. But I think we are both girls with like all of us, speaking for all of us, are like... A lot of our friends. I would like to say that we're very fun and cool, but <laughs> some people don't think that. No. I know. I think we just have louder personalities. Mm-hmm. And so people have constantly... It's like a toning yourself down thing. People tell us to tone ourselves yeah. down. I remember the only time, which was literally last fall, that I've... Not the only time. Okay, I'm not a robot. That's not what I meant. I meant the time that has really most like messed with my confidence was last semester. And I just felt like I had to make myself smaller and put myself in this box and not... I'm like, oh my gosh, if I'm that loud, they're going to think this of me or whatever. And I would say like, we're both actually extremely down to earth and like freaking 100%. all of us are freaking normal people. But like a lot of the time, like my humor can come off as like, I'm stuck up or whatever. And it's like, I really am not. But like, you know what I mean? Like even now, I I'm like, that. I would think we're funny and cool. Like, I'm not serious. I mean, I think that we're great, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Self-confidence. Yeah. I get it though. Yeah. I mean- for me personally, like my mom was always super loud and outgoing. So I always saw it from that. And I was like, oh, like I'm loud and outgoing too. And then I saw like as I got older in life and stuff, just how not, I don't want to say that it negatively affected me, but especially I find with men that lack confidence, it really affects them strongly. Because I've never. <laughs> you tell them, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really. It, I, I guess like women to women, like I've never had another woman be like, unless with the exception I guess like haters online or whatever yeah we have a few of them yeah Yeah. they're like less impacted but I feel like with guys it's actually more of a thing because then you like threaten with their masculinity if you have to be like loud and crazy and I have learned to realize that that's not every guy that's some people and they're just not your person if you have to alter your personality around them like Mm -hmm. that's just not that's not it (laughs) yeah does this make sense no that completely makes sense I think my problem with majority of guys I've ever seen majorly with the exception of like who I'm dating now like big time (laughs) has been the I think honestly even more than personality though it's kind of like like we're all we're so young to be like this like kind of far ahead career wise that too whole separate oh gosh that that really is what gets those guys the insecure guys like they really don't like it it's so wild oh it's so wild and I've had guys like come to me after and apologize and be like I well one guy uh, the the apology but he was like I was so threatened and it's like yeah I'm like dude I literally make video I film myself I film myself I edit majority of those videos and I post them to the internet like it's Definitely. not like I'm like freaking Selena Goma you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. I'm like it's just I'm literally what like I'm the weird one like it's you know what I mean but yeah, people are so I don't know I think just the concept of like strong girls can be it a does. big turnoff to people. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. But honestly, you're right. Those just aren't the right people. And now who I'm dating, I mean, I don't like, I think that's probably why my, like, Quentin is dating me now. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. It's like very switch. No, it's, you should never have to. And if you feel like, oh, I have to be like quieter, or, like, I can't talk about my work stuff in front of my significant other, like, 
I, I don't know. I felt myself in those positions recently and I was like, this is so dumb or I would, you know, say like be so excited. Oh my gosh, like I got my biggest like brand deal ever or something and be want to share this with like the people who I thought were so significant in my life. And it's I don't know. You you get a feeling when yeah. they aren't. It's not not supportive, but it's almost out of envy. But it's like you don't even you're not you don't even work in the same field that I do, dude. Yeah, so it's, it's it's totally it's a different weird space. And like, yes, we've worked really, really, really hard, but we kind of act. We both did actually accidentally stumble upon this mm-hmm. at the very beginning, and we've worked hard since. But even like from working hard since, we didn't always know what it would end up becoming. You know what totally. I mean? And like, we are the exception. Like it happened so young you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like this is not normal no one needs to be that's the other thing too I like I don't I don't know I do feel bad about genuinely because I am the person like I wake up really early I go work out really early like I whatever do like the whole I don't know okay well there's two things the whole feeling like you have to be doing everything Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah but I also go to bed at 8 p.m so people don't realize that and then and comparing yourself to people your age on social media because we yeah. all do it and there's newsflash there's always going to be someone who's doing more than you so like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. and then the comparison just like I think the comparison like uh, 16 year olds are making millions of dollars online now oh yeah and so you feel like at 20 you've done nothing when it's like dude you're literally 20 years old even at like 25 you know what I mean like exactly so many people don't even so many people don't even actually go into their career until they're like 30 so which is normal actually yeah. in Europe it's like pushback like people still live at home until they're you yeah. know in their mid 20s like even 30 like they don't move out of the house for a while like the this is a new thing for us that we're like you have to move out of the house and be successful and like mm-hmm. do all this stuff and grind grind it's like it's okay like we can yeah. take a step back <laughs> like deep breaths chill yeah. relax you know I think people just compare in their heads but it's like we're not out here comparing ourselves to you like I'm not out I would never yeah. intentionally be like well I'm so much more successful than you so I can't be your friend yeah. I would I would never in a million years I don't think that like those thoughts and don't go through my brain so also the way that I like view success is so I mean so True. much different than how I used to so like quote unquote success to me is not what it seems like I'm doing on my Instagram or mm-hmm. anything and so I think yeah, if you're doing well career-wise, like, that's so awesome. But if every other area of your life sucks and, like, you feel so, like, you don't... I don't... I mean, I don't know. Like, I just think for me personally, success doesn't really always have to just do with my career. Like, I do feel that in my career and I'm proud of myself right now. Yeah. But I don't... Like, the way that I view success is not by that. So I wouldn't even be like, oh, I'm... Succe-. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. There's no, like, it's monitor relative. of the success. Yeah. It's yeah. not like, oh, I have this amount of money in my savings account. Now I'm successful. Like, that is not true. Exactly. Yeah. And if you go on these websites online, it's... Oh, I mean, no. We've, Spoiler we've alert. hit it. We've yeah, hit it. We've, we've hit, hit it. it. We've hit it. Um, we just filmed a video for the <laughs> I Love You So Much podcast Instagram of... Uh, it'll probably be up by now, but of <laughs> us reacting to like articles online about us that are just so false. It said that my net worth is $60 million. Literally couldn't be further from the truth, yeah. but Brooks is $69 million. Yeah. I'm yeah. really balling. So, so that doesn't show that the internet is false but i don't know it does you know yeah it, yeah. it really is yeah things um, also get over exaggerated online oh, very over exaggerated for another day <laughs> we'll, we'll get there maybe next episode okay a lot of people wanted to talk wanted me to talk to you kind of about change in the move a okay. lot of these topics i feel like you share so much of already yeah, and that's okay and actually knowing you personally i feel like uh, you <laughs> actually share everything that you have to <laughs> majority of it but just kind of more so on the topic of feeling isolated and missing friends oh yeah especially living alone like yeah. that's so much harder when i lived alone and I loved living alone and I'm about to be living alone again. And I actually thrive that way. <laughs> but it's really easy, especially for you. And that's me at the time, like in a new city. And you just moved away from all of your friends in college and stuff. Like, what do you do when you're feeling that? Or how have you like kind of learned to deal with it? Yeah. Well, also, I will say that transition also hit harder when I was like working my regular job. Like that was my, it was my favorite thing living alone because I had st- I went out, I socialized for the day. And, you know, it's like that thing, like my social meter meters out. Like I need to just go home and like, oh. you know, sit on the couch and like, is, do nothing. She's big on her me time. Big. She's big. She won't sit on a plane next to any of us at no, all. She will no. like actually move her seat on a plane <laughs> so she has her own personal time. I get it. I understand it. But yeah, she loves her me time. I respect it. I just don't like to chat on planes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's just... Like, I don't feel like anyone thing. really does now that I think about it, though. Danielle does. 
<laughs> calling her out. Putting my boss. When Quinter and I fly together, we don't. I literally just like sleep on him. Oh, I don't okay, call. Okay. Yeah. Well, I feel like couples it would be weird if you're like you're gonna sit in the yeah, front. Like, I like want him to sit there so I can like sleep. Yeah. In the right, yeah. You know? No, that's why people like sitting next to friends on planes. It's like you're guaranteed you know who's sitting next to you, not like, yeah. God forbid, like someone who smells bad or something, and then you're next to them for five hours. Yeah, like, source. yeah. So where were we going? Oh, living alone. Yeah. Yeah. So when, back when I worked like my regular job, it was great because I was like, oh, I can come home and do my thing. But now that I work for myself, I, yeah, I definitely do feel that sense of loneliness because I feel like I wake up and if I'm like filming a video or something, you know, it's all me. There are days that go by that I don't leave my apartment, quite frankly. So I've been trying to be better about reaching out to people. But they might not be like my bestest friends on earth and that's cool, but we could still get dinner. We could still, you know, watch The Bachelor together. We could still make plans. And I try to really pack up my weekends because I feel like during the week people are busy or whatever. Also, I don't know. I mean, these aren't like super tangible tips, I guess, but like you do have to push yourself out of your comfort zone. Otherwise, you will just sit in isolation alone and like there's nothing you could, there's no advice I could give you unless you're willing to make a change. Yeah. Do you think that? This is why you like soul cycle now because it's kind of human interaction when you're, you know what I mean? <laughs> I guess. I mean, like I'll chat with some people if I like meet a subscriber. Well, you don't have to talk to them, but yeah, you're just but you around people. I like that. I also feel more motivated in workout class. So that's, yeah. 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 Same. Yeah. I feel like you're good about that. Yeah, I literally go every single day. I really started to love group workout classes, though, when Uh I lived alone because I didn't have to necessarily talk to anyone, but I would start off my day or any time of the day being around people when the rest of the day I was just by myself, you know? It could definitely get really uh, lonely and isolating, like... You know, and then everybody comments and suggests like you know you should live with a roommate like just because you can financially li- afford to live alone doesn't mean that you necessarily like it fits your lifestyle or whatever so like maybe the next place I live I will get a roommate I don't really it's not completely off the table for me yeah that was always my thing like moving to Boston though because I was like oh I have my own creative space like I can finally do my and it is nice yeah. as a YouTuber podcaster or whatever I could be as loud as I want of course within reason like I have neighbors and stuff but you know what I mean so it is nice and I do love having my own space and being able to decorate how I want and put whatever the heck I want in the fridge the way that I have in the fridge and like it's nice it's a luxury it is the, the yeah. fridge especially yeah. I keep going I never go on Pinterest and I'm like fridge organization pantry organization I need to go to the container yep. store immediately like I have so many things okay so talking about apartments and stuff for people who are moving what is your opinion would you rather have like live in the best location with a really small apartment that you don't love or have the best apartment ever in a bad location okay I would say that I probably have the second one and I kind of wish I had the first now, although I still love my apartment, like love my space. But I was like, oh, I can get more for my money here. And I totally can. Like if I was paying what I would in the middle of Boston, like it would be a shoebox. But at the same time, I could probably walk downstairs and go get coffee versus having to take public transportation or walk pretty far or get in my car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think it's I would say location is the best, but I guess that's this compromise you're willing to make for your space. If you're literally like going out and working all day and just coming back to your apartment to sleep, basically, then like, who cares? You know what I mean? I know people who live in like small apartments and they don't care because they're like, you know, down the street from their favorite restaurant and stuff like that. So I think that's gonna be my vibe next place, but stay tuned <laughs> she gave me a little wink for those I don't even know listeners. where I'm moving but yeah, <laughs> yeah like you don't even you literally don't even have a solid decision okay well I actually agree with that you do so I love where I live it's actually a really really great location okay. for anyone I can walk to anything that I would ever want to walk yeah. to and I love my freaking house it's like I love where I live uh-huh. but for me everything that I I got that house and then about hmm, a few months later Turns out that every single thing that I did, like where I work out, my podcast studio, another office, the school I went to, everything was was at the time in a two mile radius of each other. And I had to drive 30 minutes to get there. Yeah. Really, it's like 20. I lately I've been working out at like 6 a.m. there and it's a 12 minute drive. So it just depends on the time of day. Totally. I was just everything in L.A. But I was talking about that and I'm like, honestly, it feel I wish that I just had an apartment in West Hollywood because it would take it would save me so much time. Mm-hmm. Even though like, I actually love where I live. Like if I had things out there, I would have stayed there like forever as long as I'm in LA. But I actually do agree. I think the location matters more than the actual oh, yeah. place. And it just saves you a lot of time, you know? It, that's the biggest thing too. It's like, oh, I'm going to a workout class. Got to factor in another 15 minutes there and 15 minutes mm-hmm. back. That's 30 minutes of your day. That's honestly yeah. a big chunk just for a 45 minute workout. Got to factor in that time. Still the prep time to like, you know, Get ready. Get, stuff. Yeah. That's why I work out so early because I just get it out of the way. I'm done. I did two workouts this morning and I was done by 8 a.m. I was home at 8.20. Oh. Like, it's so nice, but so nice. I'm not, 
I'm really not this crazy, like I wake up at 5 a.m. every morning person or whatever, like at all. But now that I've started because I had to with the 6 a.m. workout, it's actually changed my life. So I think I might actually (laughs) convert, but I will be in bed at 8 p.m. every night. So I need no one. I need to like turn off my phone and block every single contact for (laughs) past 8 p.m. Okay, so I wanted to talk to you about dating. I know, surprise, surprise. Okay, so I've never actually just like gone on a date with someone. Okay. Like we've established, I only date my friends. Yeah. Clear, I only date one person at this point, not like multiple. But in the past, (laughs) the people that I have dated, there's only a few, have mostly been grown from friendships. Actually, every single person I've ever dated, we were friends first which is good and bad, but I've never just like gone on a dating app and like, or like just met someone out yeah. and about and gone on a first date or anything. I loved your hinge, get ready with me because it gave me a lot of like kind of insight <sighs> to you. that world. Cause I'm yeah. really interested because I would be so terrified. So I think you guys are all my heroes because it really does take a lot yeah. of like courage to just go meet with someone and talk to them for two hours. And like, maybe you hate them. I don't know. The very beginning, like, that's like a really tough thing. So can you take me on like a step-by-step <laughs> of Brooke Mitchell's dating life? Like you sure. match with them, you from there, like how long do you talk? What's the process? Yeah. How long until you go on a date? Like just take me through it. Okay. I've only ever gone on like, so I did the hinge date, get ready with me. I've only ever gone on one date. He, I mean, he asked me if I want to go on a second. So, oh, what'd you say? Spoiler. Updates so, to come, guys. We'll see. Yeah, with hinge, I think the the biggest tip that I have for people and just what I've heard from even guys too is like, it has to be like a relatively quick turnaround. Like if you drag out the conversation and you're good morning, good night, like, you know, just talking mm-hmm. like, good morning, like good over weeks, you're never going to actually meet up. And I feel like most people, you can't really get a sense of someone over like text. At least for me, I can't. Yeah. And so Hinge basically like you're messaging on the app. So like, yeah, it's fine to chat about what you have in common. So like when I matched with this guy, like we chatted about, you know, a few things we had in common, like, oh, you're from XYZ place. It's close to like where I grew up, you know, things in common. And then he was like, hey, do you want to like get a drink sometime next week? And I was like, perfect. We set a date and then like we met. And I think you have to see each other face to face like pretty quickly. I think what you said about going to get a drink is a lot and that being better than dinner yeah that is a lot more that's a lot less stressful and it you is. can just kind of come and go like there's not a set like yep you don't have to wait for dessert you know what i mean oh, you're just no. kind of in also, and out yeah what if you don't end up liking the person and then i don't know i feel like dinner is like a huge commitment like drinks is more like it's a very big commitment yeah and then i don't know dinner it's like kind of like it, it could be pricey who pays like it kind of gets a little weird i would say versus the drink thing is just like way more casual yeah it, it doesn't have to be i hate that it's like even it has to be like oh a drink thing but i don't know it's just way more low-key it's more low-key and it's not like you're like going like crazy wild no, by any means it's like if you drinks. are go for it yeah. but like it's just so it's just a better setting so many i think pe- so many people ask me like they commented they're like how do you like end it and i was like i literally called an uber and said my uber's here like there's no I never felt pressure like that you have to continue the hangout or like go back like But were you just like mid conversation, hey my Uber's here? Well, I mean it started to get later. Like we were there for like two and a half hours or something. So Took I was like Yeah, it was really good. So it just was at that point where I was like, Don't you have work tomorrow? Like yeah. <laughs> and I said something like, Oh, I have like an early morning like workout class, which it wasn't that early, but you know, it's just a good way to end it. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I should probably, you know, what are we gonna do? Sit here all night? Like, no, yeah. we have to go home. I, I know I've never felt pressure on a date to like have to go home with them. I think you just have to be strong and be like, no, I'm calling my Uber. Like, no, I'm going home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, what happens if you don't like them? Like, do you personally ghost people, be honest? Or do you just like say, oh, I'm not feeling this? Or do you just like, what do you do? I feel like in a, I feel like, no, I, I feel like you could easily just ghost and that's fine yeah. on a dating app because you don't have to respond, right? Yeah. Oh, well, if you're just messaging with them or if you met. Because I feel like if you met, okay. it gets a little weird because yeah. it's like you owe them. That's really the ghosting time, at that point. Yeah, but how hard is it though? Like, if you go, it's a hypothetical situation. <laughs> if you go on a date with someone and you don't want to go on another one with them, wh- how do you, like, do you say, like, hey, dude, like, sorry, I just wanted to let you be honest with you. Like, I'm not really feeling it. Like, I, I'm, oh my God. That's why ghosting almost is easier yeah. because it's like, you don't want to be so cruel to someone. Like, what if they're mean to you back? Like, We're actually yeah. the generation of ghosting. I saw. I know. It's just easier sometimes. And it's not even uh-huh. out of cruelty, but it's just like, sometimes it's like, I don't even like feel like messaging this person back. Yeah. Or I've, I've, you could do the thing where you just keep making excuses. Like, you know, I'm traveling or like. You really should just say, work. I'm not feeling it. Just be like, hey, dude, like I only, I really honestly don't see this going anywhere. I don't want to waste your time. Yeah. 
I know that's like the polite thing to do. It's easier said than done, though. Oh yeah, no, I'd be terrified. It's really <laughs> easy for me to say yeah. as I'm like seriously dating someone. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I got it. I got this. I can do it. Give me your phone, Brooke. Um, okay. Also, not even just in dating, but how do you describe what you do to people? Because I would rather oh. jump off a building <laughs> than say that I'm an influencer. Oh, it's but it's yeah. Like, what do you say? I actually thought of a good thing to say earlier. Do you want to hear it? Just yeah, for an idea. I would okay. love to hear it. I think that saying that you're the host of a podcast, which is true does sound a little bit I better. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like right? that. So, yeah, because this guy, like, I wrote on my hint profile that I do social media, so he he was talking about his job, and then obviously, you know, it's my turn to talk about my jobs. Yeah. <laughs> but I never bring it up first. I'd never, because I never want to seem like, like we said, like too much or whatever, but yeah. I guess I should bring it up first. So, I he was like, oh, what do you do? And I was like, I do social media. Like, I have a podcast and a YouTube channel, and I really just said, like, I do all, I, I never use the word influencer. I say, like, I, ha- I do Same. social media, and then I, and then as the conversation goes along, you know, then they ask, how many followers do you have? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate that question. The worst too. question. Because what I are you supposed it. to say? And then you say the number and they're like, shut up, you're famous. And then you're like, <laughs> no, the whole you're famous thing. I'm like, you don't like, it's, <laughs> oh my, it's just the, the opposite of true. Literally the opposite of true. Unless you look at that article that said that we're worth 60 yeah. plus million dollars. Oh, um, I hope that that's the only material that they're reading before I go on dates <gasps> Oh my gosh. Them. What if people Google your name from Hinge and that comes up and they think you're worth $69 million? I don't know. I mean, there's wow. other articles that I would hope that that article comes up before the other ones. <laughs> there is another article today that Connor from Dear Media said. I'm telling them yeah, this on yeah, you. Yeah. And it said that I made... It said that I made eight dollars or something today. So there's a little she, bit of a discrepancy rich. between the two posts, <laughs> <laughs> and it used a Wikipedia as a source, which I would kindly like to point out that neither of us have Wikipedia yeah, we're pages. Just not on Wikipedia, so so yeah. I say normally I'll be like, yeah, I have a YouTube channel or like I have a podcast or something. I'll never say influencer. And honestly, no, I, don't like that word. I don't like the word. And when we started off, like maybe this is dating us or calls grandmas. <laughs> the word influencer wasn't around. That's wasn't. a relatively new concept about two or three years ago. Yeah. You I, know, that's what my mom says when she describes what I do. Cause like, that's even like, does your mom ever say like, what, what do I use to describe you? Like, I don't think that she of... would even know the word influencer, okay. honestly, but she would definitely be like, Oh my gosh, she's a YouTube channel. And like, yeah. you know what I mean? My mom used to say like YouTuber. And then I was yeah. like, don't say YouTuber. And then she's like, what do you want me to say? I was like, I don't know. Like, just don't be weird about it. Like, yeah. Like figure it out, but don't be weird about it. Please stop embarrassing me. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just like a hard thing because <laughs> it is like, it's not, it's not something that we're not proud of. It's just like, honestly guys friend to friend listener to me Um, (laughs) whatever my name is like would you want to describe like just say that you're an influencer like not really no you know no no it's just like i don't know what it is there's just a really i don't know we've been looped into something that we didn't really sign up for necessarily the influencer actual term directly is what i mean by that yeah i'd love to joke around with it though and be like like if i buy something that you suggest i'll be like uh like i was influenced like it's like a funny joke yeah Yeah. humor (laughs) yeah i'm a content creator digital creator i feel like i don't have like the the content creator i could see that for someone i think of like my friend jeremy from he has this account called brunch boys i don't know if you attacked he produces content that's what i was gonna say someone who makes videos like people that we know that are really good yes that are past friends of ours you know like that sort of thing yes exactly like there is actually and not that we aren't producing content but these are more curated content yeah his content is high produced highly produced yeah i'm gonna show you some of it later like it's produced videos with a theme with where he's hosting and there's different camera angles and it's like you would show that to a brand and be like this is a commercial you know what i mean it's more content versus with us it's like what do you think about digital creator then i like i I think that one's better yeah uh, people always say like digital entrepreneur. Like I guess oh, that I'll works. do that one. That one works out. But what? I, but like I haven't started a business or anything. I mean, yeah. not nope. Technically, guess we have. Actually, yeah, we have. We have. Yeah. But if someone asks me though, what do you do? I'm not going to say I'm a digital entrepreneur. Like those yeah. words will never come. No, I, I would never. <laughs> also, I would never call myself an entrepreneur. Like in yeah. that sense, unless I'm like, uh, I don't that know. could be like your LinkedIn bio. But like, you're not going to like yeah. say it on like a day to day basis. Yeah. Unless no. you're in a certain setting and like you have kind of more so maybe earned the right. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to kind of end this episode, which has been a really great episode. Don't Ooh. worry. It's not just ending out. We have one more segment, guys. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to talk about what we would say to our 16 year old selves okay. because that's around the age that we became friends. Brooke was Brooke XBD at the time oh wearing God. Lily Pulitzer, Vineyard Vines, <laughs> e- 
everything had her monogram on it. The oh, monogram yeah. necklace is taking me back. She also, it's so bizarre because YouTube is for a few weeks was really pushing your really old videos and Alicia's really old videos. Yeah, I noticed. It that. was kind of my Sweet 16 video. Oh, Did you the get Sweet that? 16 video was one of my favorites. And I remember watching it at the time too. Yeah. And you're so like, put together it was genuinely a very useful video like oh, i hope I, people are having I just those- i remember planning this video i took like three pages of notes i was like mom what did we do for this and i was like scribbling everything down because i was like <laughs> i wanted to it. make it like the best video ever oh yeah well and, it was really good yeah. honestly like even to this day i'd be like oh that's a good video like it was Thank helpful you. i feel like it's still helping girls today yeah. But like just thinking back to <laughs> our 16 year old Yeah, yeah seriously. A, a must watch. <laughs> I would love to know if there's anyone under the age of 16 listening to this podcast. Wow. Please, if I don't think that there would be, but DM be really me cool. or f- comment in the Facebook group or on the Instagram and tell me if you're under 16. I would actually love to know. Kind of doubt it. <laughs> it's like cricket, cricket, you know? Yeah. Okay, do you have like, okay, what do you feel like you wasted the most time on at 16? Ooh, that's a really good question, actually. I mean, I would say like caring what other people think and stuff, which is always like the generic answer. But at the same time, I always kind of like did me and I always kind of like did my own thing. Like everybody else did sports and whatever. And I did like when I was in freshman year, sophomore year, I did theater. And then I got like heavily into YouTube and I was like, I talked about it like pretty openly. Like there was a period of time where I was bullied for it. So I feel like I always kind of did me, but in the back of my mind, I still like always did care a little bit of what other people thought. I would tell my younger self like that. I know this is like so sad, but like it, it gets so much better. Yeah. Because I feel like 16 year old me would look at me now and be like, oh my gosh, like she's really living, you know, well, as like so sad sweet. as that sounds. Yeah. No, Does that make sense? No, I completely agree. That's okay. I would probably say chill out. which I think that that will always be my answer even as I get older I think I'll be at 80 and I will still be telling myself to chill out yeah for the record I have but I think one can always chill out a little bit more and I agree like it just gets better especially like growing up I don't know I loved growing I loved where I grew up so much I love my family love all of that but like it's hard sometimes yeah totally and there's just like I mean I had some rough things happen before like that age so I just feel like I don't know, like I was actually thinking about that today and I'm like, if you told my 16 year old self my life now, especially just like literally in the last week alone, I'm like, I feel more myself than ever, especially in the past two years. (laughs) Brooke has Twitter fingers, which she has recently since unfortunately, quote unquote retired. And I'm looking forward to their return. I think Brooke also has the best Twitter of all time. Anyways. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, actually now every time I tweet something since I tweeted that I retired, I get like called out by my friends. Like Mariah will like be like, Brooke, I thought you were going to stop. And I'm like, <laughs> oh shoot. Sometimes I just think stuff that's so good. But I had someone like tell me recently, they're like, why do you do it? I was like, I don't really know. He was like, you should probably like get some help or something. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I really don't think it's that bad. Like, I don't think it's yeah. like the worst thing ever i'm also not out here like saying explicit names i'm yeah. not like so and so the worst human ever like what I'm, yeah it's not, whatever Sorry, i like I how instead of that. subtweeting it's twitter fingers yeah but honestly not even all of your stuff is a direct subtweet it's, just, it's just it's general, really just funny general stuff. stuff yeah like i actually think it's hilarious but thank you yeah anyways i think i would just tell myself to kind of relax because i've always been like a little bit high strung and okay part of me thinks i'm really i'm really type a and part of me thinks i'm like really not i think where i <laughs> lack is the administrative side of that. I think I'm really organized and like a planner and really on my game, but I'm not administrative. Like I hate Excel stuff. I'm literally my, my degree ironically is business administration. (laughs) And you're like, I hate that. I hate it. Yeah. I really hate the administration part. I love the business part. I think I would just tell myself to chill out and, oh, you know what? Actually, no, this is the main thing I would tell myself. I've said this on the podcast, so I'm trying to think of a way to phrase it, but another way. But it's the whole idea of like, don't be married to your first idea. Because yeah. I was so tunnel vision. Like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this kind of video, YouTube video. And this is what's going to happen. And this is how my career is going to go. And blah, 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 blah. Saturation. Oh my God. Don't even bring it up. So bad, Brooke. Anyways. Yeah, we went through a... Well, yeah, you did it too, I'm, right? Yeah. Not as much as us. No. Danielle and I fell into it a lot more than you guys yeah, did. Yeah, but I would still do the like whole like... 
five ways to be stress free or something yeah. like just meanwhile such, you're like so stressed yeah, out i was like i've never like and it was like one of them was like sit in the grass i was like i've never sat in the grass <laughs> wait is like, there a video footage of you just sitting in the grass it's like something so stupid i'll show you because i remember the like the thumbnail that i made i was like this is epic it's getting so many views i got like two thousand views i was like it made it like like all I'm records i'm literally crying oh my god you are <laughs> i know i think though i was so tunnel and like i think that is my best quality and my worst quality because i'm very set if i want something to happen i'm like it will happen but it's also my worst quality because sometimes one i think there's two things sometimes something else this was supposed to happen and that just means it's better even if it wasn't like your original idea and then two sometimes things happen the thing that you want is going to happen, but it's never going to happen the way that you think it's going to happen. Ooh, I like that. So yeah, then since you're so really tunnel like vision, that. you like miss it, right? Yep. So I think I would say don't be tunnel vision and think bigger and wider. I like you that. You know? Yeah. Like things might not come to fruition in the... Yeah, I like that. In right. the way, in the exact way that you're thinking, like, I, oh my gosh, I like that. Cause I, I feel like everyone sets out these goals for themselves and like, these are the steps I'm going to take. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's like, you, you know, the plan kind of falls apart, but you still get to the end. Yeah. It might take you a little bit extra time. Yeah. And I think you're That's better okay. off for it. Like everything that didn't go the way I went, like the my school, for example, uh-huh. um, the school I ended up at couldn't have been further from what I ended up, com- what I originally like wanted to come to LA for. Like part, I mean, mostly was school, but not the kind of school that I went to. Best decision I've ever made, even That's over awesome. career stuff. Yeah. So, and it was the most fulfilling thing I've ever done as far as like the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just things like that. You have to just be open. But we're going to end this episode. Oh. But don't be too worried, fun. guys, because <laughs> um, Brooke Hustle has a podcast, which yeah. I will have her share. We also filmed a few videos for the I love you so much Instagram which will be in the show notes and linked below on the YouTube video um but those are really freaking funny like one of them is we're reading the article and then another one is like how to break up with someone in a story oh time God. kind of and like the nicest way possible but Brooke where can they find you so on YouTube and Instagram it's just my name Brooke Michio everyone's like what the heck is this girl's last name when we made this age of switching from like the username to the name it was like a blessing and a curse because yeah, yeah. Um, my last name is M-I-C-C-I-O uh, at Brooke Michio on literally everything Twitter Instagram. Gals go. oh yeah and then I have a podcast with Danielle Carolyn the best ever Gals best ever go. it's a lot of fun we post um, twice a week so wow, go love listen that. yay <laughs> thanks for having me Kenzie. thanks for coming on this is so fun I loved it alright guys so I hope you enjoyed this episode it was I love you so much meets kind of one half of Gals on the go we've already done episodes together so it was great to have work on again love her Seriously, she is one of my favorite people in the entire world. No one is funnier. No one is just a better human being than Brooke. I am her biggest fan. I tell her this every single day. I just love her so freaking much. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Again, I will have everything in the show notes down below. Again, if you guys want to see anything about my move, follow my Instagram, follow, subscribe to my YouTube channel, all that stuff. But I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you guys next week.